0: Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns and Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal double G. Hi, this is Don Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyoncé. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat. is off the chain, man. Aye, ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. It's April. You know what that means? It's opening day in baseball. We have a great show for you. I am excited. I'm excited that I get to come back on the air and do another show. We have a lot to talk about here on the show, including I'm going to preview the final four. We have opening day in baseball. Can the Dodgers repeat as champions? And Justin Fields had his pro day. Will the 49ers select him number three overall? All right, I've been away on vacation, but now I'm back. There has been a lot of sports since I left, and I'm here to talk about some of the things that happened. First off, I want to talk about the final four matchups. You have Gonzaga, UCLA, Baylor, and Houston. UCLA... As a number 11 seed, I wasn't even sure they were going to get in this tournament. They were limping to the finish line, losing four straight in the conference tournament in the Pac-12. They sneak in as one of the first four teams, and they just went on an incredible run, beating Michigan State beating Abilene Christian, then beating Alabama. That was just a crazy game as they won that game in overtime. And then beating Michigan in the Elite Eight. Michigan had a chance to win that game at the end. But UCLA makes it to the Final Four. One of those blue blood programs that's been down as of late. They had some distractions a couple of years ago with Lonzo Ball, and they had an incredible run in 2005 to 2007 when they reached the championship game two straight years and reached the Final Four. Remember those teams with Jordan Farmar, Aaron Aflalo, Kevin Love, also Russell Westbrook was on that team. Ben Howland had did such a great job with UCLA, but the expectations were high and he was let go. Then comes in Steve Offert, And he could not meet the expectations. He leaves. But Mick Cronin, what a job that Mick Cronin has done in his second year, leading UCLA to the Final Four. Remember, Mick Cronin was Cincinnati's coach, and he led them to the tournament just about every year. But UCLA has a tough task, going up against the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Their historic program, led by Mark Few. He's been their coach since 1999, has over an 800 winning percentage. They make the tournament every year. Gonzaga has reached the championship game. They've reached the Final Four. They had an incredible year last year, but it was canceled because of COVID. And now they're going into this tournament, a heavy favorite against UCLA, and they are still undefeated. They're trying to win their first ever championship can a mid major win a championship? That is the question. The last mid major to win a championship was Marquette in 1977. I think Gonzaga has what it takes to win the championship, led by their talented guard, Jalen Suggs. But I want to talk about the first game in the Final Four, which will be held in Indianapolis. You got Baylor going up against Houston. Baylor's only been to the Final Four once, back in 1947. Their program has come a long way since the whole Dave Bliss, Patrick Denehy scandal in the early 2000s. Baylor is just doing great, and they have a great team as well. Taking on the Houston Cougars, who reached the Final Four for the first time since the Five A Jamma team back in 1983 and 1984. And that is going to be an exciting matchup as well. But I still think Gonzaga is the favorite. To win the entire championship what a program and I cannot wait for these two games now on the women's side you got UConn gonna take on Arizona and you have Stanford taking on South Carolina you got three number one seeds and you got a number three seed the Arizona Wildcats UConn has only lost one game all year and usually with this pandemic it seems like the traditional programs win titles. You had Alabama winning a title. I think that UConn is going to win the women's championship once again as they have been the standard in women's college basketball. But I am very disappointed that March Madness will come to a close. It is now April. As we turn a page on another month, I am excited to announce that today is opening day and this long-awaited tradition that we did not get to have last year because of the sports that were canceled because of COVID, we finally get to appreciate. And with this 2021 Major League Baseball season coming up. Will the Los Angeles Dodgers repeat as champions? If they are to do that, they would be the first National League team since the Big Red Machine did it in 1975 and 1976. The last team to repeat as champs were the 98-2000 New York Yankees when they three-peated, and they just had an incredible run. This Dodgers team added more firepower with Trevor Bauer. He won the Cy Young with the Cincinnati Reds. And now the Dodgers just continue to stockpile their team. You know, signing Mookie Betts last year. They still have Justin Turner, one of the most talented third baseman's, Corey Seeger, Jock Peterson, Max Muncie, Cody Bellinger. This team is loaded. And they will take on the Colorado Rockies later this afternoon. Some of the games I'm looking forward to on opening day. To start things off, the Toronto Blue Jays will take on the New York Yankees. Garrett Cole will start for the Yankees. The New York Yankees have not won a World Series since 2009. In fact, the last 20 years, they have only won one World Series. The expectations for the Yankees are very high. They are expected to make it to the World Series. Their season was ended abruptly last year when they lost to the Tampa Bay Rays. Getting Garrett Cole, getting Corey Kluber, and with the big bats of Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge. All the pressure is on the Yankees to reach the World Series. Is manager Aaron Boone going to be on the hot seat if the Yankees do not make it to the World Series? Remember, they let Joe Girardi go. The expectations are just too high in New York. And we're going to expect to see a lot of drama with the Yankees this year, especially in a tough AL East. You got the Tampa Bay Rays, the participant from the World Series last year. They don't have E. Snell. He's now on the Padres, but they still have a very talented team. Of course, the Boston Red Sox had a disappointing season last year. And the Baltimore Orioles, the Toronto Blue Jays, with the addition of George Springer, should be a formidable opponent. And the New York Yankees, still the favorites, in the AL East. Over in the AL Central, everybody's talking about the Chicago White Sox, especially with Jose Abreu. They also have a talented, talented lineup. You have the Oakland A's. I think uh, my dark horse to make it to the postseason is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim because this will be the year that Shohei Otani will come back on the mound, and could he be just A dominant force on the mound and also at the plate. I think that that is a big advantage that the Angels have is that Shohei Atani is going to come back this season and he is going to be healthy. And I know a lot of people want to see Mike Trout finally make the postseason. I think this could be the year that the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim make it to the postseason. And one thing I'm looking forward to about this baseball season is how many home runs is Albert Pujols going to hit? And could he reach more milestones in his career as he wraps up his incredible, incredible baseball career. Of course, locally here in Georgia, the Atlanta Braves, they will take on the Philadelphia Phillies today as Max Fried will go up against Aaron Nola. The Phillies were disappointing last year with the addition of Bryce Harper. They missed out on the postseason by one game, of course, they expanded the postseason last year. They're not going to do it this year. The Braves are trying to overcome their NLCS defeat from the Dodgers. They were up three to one in that series. How do they recover? Will they come back? And they re sign Marcel Ozuna. Mike Soroka is going to come back from his injury. We don't know when he's going to come back, but Max Freed is their ace. Ian Anderson is going to be better. And I think that Christian Pache has a chance to compete for NL Rookie of the Year. This Braves lineup led by Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzy Albies, you got Marcel Ozuna, I think Austin Riley could have a big year, and of course Dansby Swanson could possibly be an All-Star. This Braves team is good enough to compete with the Dodgers. And they are the favorites to win the NL East. A lot of riders are picking the Mets, especially with the addition of Francisco Lindor. They also have Pete Alonso, a big bat in the lineup. And of course, Jacob deGrom, who is the favorite to win the Cy Young in the NL. And of course, I can't talk my baseball preview without talking about my San Francisco Giants, which will return for the 2021 season. Buster Posey, their talented catcher who opt out from last season, and the addition of Kevin Gosman and Alex Wood, I think the Giants are not going to be as good as the Dodgers and the Padres because they are just loaded. You also have the Rockies with Trevor Story and the Diamondbacks with Madison Bumgarner. The Giants are projected to finish last in that division. However, they came on strong as of late last season, only two games out from the wildcard Only two games out from the extended playoffs from last season. But one thing that is going to be certain, with Evan Longoria coming back, you still have Brandon Belt. You still have the talented catcher prospect Joey Bart. I think that the San Francisco Giants could be a surprise team. But I'm just excited that I get to watch them and that Buster Posey is coming back. He is the leader in the clubhouse. And I think that that could be the difference making for the Giants, their best hitter, who was opted out from last season. All right, Justin Fields had his pro day and he impressed a lot of scouts, including the San Francisco 49ers, who now have the number three pick in the NFL draft after they traded away two future first round picks and their first round pick from this year to the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, the 49ers are going to get a quarterback. Kyle Shanahan wants to get a quarterback that fits his system. Does he take Justin Fields who his does he take Justin Fields who has been does he take Justin Fields who has shown that he could step up in big game who has shown he could step up in big games and he has got the arm talent and he is mobile. Or does he take Alabama quarterback Mac Jones? who is a pocket passer, who would be a good system quarterback. He's got accuracy, but he's not as mobile. I think that Mac Jones is going to be a good quarterback, but the 49ers with the number three pick in the draft, they need to get somebody who could be a game changer, somebody that is electrifying. I think Justin Fields is that quarterback, and he's mobile, which is a dream for Kyle Shanahan. Remember, they're getting all their offensive line back. They've upgraded with Alex Smack. And they re sign Kyle Juszczyk. What Kyle Shanahan wants to do as a coach is run the football. If he's got a mobile quarterback that also has a big arm, that is what Justin Fields could do. And I think that the 49ers will select him. Because the Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence and the New York Jets are going to take Zach Wilson. You have possibly five potential great quarterbacks in this draft. This will be the best draft class for a quarterback since... I think since 1983. Trevor Lawrence is the biggest can't-miss prospect since Andrew Luck. And the Jaguars hit a home run when they got the number one pick and got Urban Meyer as a coach. The New York Jets, what do they want to do? They want to get Justin Fields. The New York Jets, what do they want to do? They want to get Zach Wilson, the big-time arm that has been played in some big games. Sam Darnold is not the type of quarterback that has can wow wow you he Sam Darnold has struggled even though he hasn't had a lot of talent around him the fact that Sam Darnold is not wowing anybody I think it's time to move off of Sam Darnold I think the Jets need to trade Sam Darnold to the Chicago Bears I think that would be a good fit for the Bears especially since they franchise tagged Allen Robinson and Tariq Cohen is going to the New York Jets what do they want to do they want to get Zach Wilson the big-time arm that has been played in some big games. Sam Darnold is not the type of quarterback that has can wow, wow you. He Sam Darnold has struggled, even though he hasn't had a lot of talent around him. The fact that Sam Darnold is not wowing anybody, I think it's time to move off of Sam Darnold. I think the Jets need to trade Sam Darnold to the Chicago Bears. I think that would be a good fit for the Bears, especially since they franchise-tagged Allen Robinson, and Tariq Cohen is going to come back. If the Bears get a formidable quarterback, I think the Bears could compete with the Green Bay Packers in the NFC North. One player I think is going to be a game-changer in this draft is the tight end from the University of Florida, Kyle Pitts. Do the Falcons take Kyle Pitts at number four, or do the Falcons take a quarterback? I still... I still believe Matt Ryan has a couple years left. He's finally getting an offensive coach with Arthur Smith. Smith is going to run the ball, but I do think they need to draft a quarterback to play behind Matt Ryan for a couple of years. I think with the number fourth pick, they could take Mac Jones. Mac Jones has seen the big spotlight in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, locally there in Alabama, moving over to the state of Georgia. That would be a great fit for the Atlanta Falcons to get Mac Jones, but I think they could get Trey Lance. That's a possibility, but with Julio Jones being up there in age, do they get Jamar Chase or do they get Devonta Smith? They can do so much with that fourth pick. I know that the offensive line with Pene Sewell, that would be a great pickup as well, but I still think the most talented linebacker, the most talented defensive player in this draft is linebacker Micah Parsons but I don't think he is going to go up that high in the draft. I still think that the Carolina Panthers will select him at number eight. I'm just excited they have all these mock drafts. Remember, the NFL draft is April 29th. I will have my preview show for the draft. And I'm also excited to announce, all right, are the Lakers and the Nets on a collision course to reach the NBA Finals? The Nets are making moves after getting Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge Kevin Durant's going to come back from injury. James Harden is leading that team, and the Nets are now in first place in the Eastern Conference. The Lakers lost to the Bucs last night, and without LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they signed Andre Drummond, who was injured in that game. I think if the Lakers can hold on and make it into the postseason with a healthy LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis, there's no stopping them. The Lakers will have a clear path to the NBA Finals, especially with the role players they have with Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso. They have some great players, and I think that the Lakers will take on the Nets in the NBA Finals, but I don't think the Lakers are going to win. I think that this is the year that the Brooklyn Nets win the NBA title because of their star power with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. They do have a lot of depth as well with adding LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. I think that the Brooklyn Nets will win the NBA title. Now for the Hawks, they traded away Rajon Rondo, which I, I did not agree with that move. I know he's struggled in the regular season, but Rajon Rondo is the type of player you want in the playoffs. And they got Lou Williams. He comes back to Atlanta, and just what they need is another shooter. I actually think that the Atlanta Hawks have struggled. They've had a long road trip. They are right on the outskirts of the playoffs. But I think getting DeAndre Hunter back, I think that the Atlanta Hawks could make it into the postseason. And we'll see how far they can go. I still think they can make it into the second round. But what they need to do is sign John Collins to a max deal. Because John Collins has been stepping up his game. And I think that the Atlanta Hawks have a future building that team around John Collins and Trey Young. Well, that is all the time I have on the show. I do want to thank all my listeners that downloaded my podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. And I am always here once a week. I'm going to do this show on Monday. I'm going to talk about the final four games and I will preview the national championship. And then I'll talk some baseball scores as well. As we will go into depth about some of these baseball matchups. But I just want to say it's been a pleasure. I know that I've been away for a while because of vacation. But I'm glad that I'm able to get on the air and do this podcast at least once a week. And who knows what the future might hold as I've been doing this podcast for over a year now. So hope everybody has a great day. Enjoy all the games of baseball all day. As it's been a great day so far, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family.